Welcome to Restaurant Influencers presented by Entrepreneur. My name is Sean Walchef, founder of Cali BBQ and Cali BBQ Media. I want to give a special shout out to Toast, our primary technology partner, the sponsor of this show. They power our barbecue restaurants in San Diego. They power almost 80,000 other restaurants all over the United States to help them with their digital hospitality. Um, so we can focus on doing incredible things in our business. It's a very difficult business, the restaurant business, but we're grateful for the opportunity to share the lessons and stories of so many incredible entrepreneurs all over the globe. In life, in the restaurant business, and in the new creator economy, we learn through lessons and stories. Today we have Kareem, Mr. Bake Queeman. He is a James Beard award-winning award semifinalist for 2023, he has an incredible brand. You can follow him on Instagram at Mr. Bake Sweets. Kareem, welcome to the show. What's going on, Sean? Thanks for having me, man. Dude, super fired up to uh, to have you on the show to learn your story. Um, we're gonna start with our favorite random question, which is, where in the world is your favorite stadium, stage, or venue? Where in the world? Ah, you know what? Um, I'm gonna have to shout out my main city, New York. It's probably gonna have to be on the new Yankee Stadium. I like the stadium; it looks lit, um, brand new. You know, especially when I see the old and the new, I love it. Okay, we're gonna go to Yankee Stadium and we're gonna rent it out. I'm gonna convince Entrepreneur Magazine, convince Toast, convince Atmosphere, convince a lot of our partners that we need to put on the greatest hospitality event that's ever been put on the planet. We're going to get people from all over the globe, people that listen to this show. We're going to get fired up. And I'm going to put you on pitcher's mound with a mic. Say, Mr. Bake, I need your elevator pitch. Give me the two-minute drill. Give me two minutes. Who are you and what do you do? We got raving fans ready to hear about your story. Go. Hello, everybody. My name is Kareem Queeman, affectionately known as Mr. Bake. I hail from Harlem, New York. I now reside in the Washington, D.C. area. I am the owner and operator of Mr. Bake Suites, which is a production kitchen space hailing out of Riverdale, Maryland, where we service everybody throughout the state. I have also been featured on seven syndicated uh, shows and competitions. Uh, I've been a featured judge on Food Network, and I've also been uh, a contestant as well as a, a talent on Food Network and Netflix. I am a advocate for HR, excuse me, I am an advocate for the LGBTQ plus community in and out of the kitchen. Kitchen. I, I advocate for the voiceless and to have ourselves to show in the scene and say we've always been in the kitchen. And most currently, I am a James Beard semifinalist 2023 baby. That is who I am. Um, and welcome. Mr. Bake, kicking it off. Thank you so much, Kareem. I love it. You got us all fired up. Uh, That's how you do it. When, when did you find your voice? Ooh. Ah, that's a nice question. You should have prepped me for these. Um, no prep. That's, we don't, <laughs> you got an incredible PR team, but we don't give them any insight to what I'm going to ask. That's That's how we get our audience gets the best stuff. All right. Um, honestly, I'm going to tell you, I think I'm still finding my voice. I'm still trusting and, and learning to lean in more into that and um, understanding and seeing my wealth and my, my, yeah, my wealth and my full potential, you know, but I would probably say it started seven years ago when I lost my mom. 
Um, I hit hard. I was depressed. I, I did everything, drugs and smoke and just wild out for a little bit. And I and, and I wanted to get recentered and I got into therapy. So shout out to therapy. Um, and I did that for four years straight. Um, and that helped me come out of a depression. Um, in that, I looked back at my mom's funeral and how so many people said so many beautiful things about her, even though my mom and I had our own, our own relationship. Um, it reminded me of like, yo, how do I want to be remembered when I leave this earth? You know what I mean? I asked myself if I was to, you know, leave this earth tomorrow, would I be happy with the life that I've lived? And my answer was no. So I started to really start changing what that meant and start speaking out more about that change, about going to therapy. And then that's when I found that that passion, that purpose in my passion, which was to advocate um, for the unseen community, but the, the most visible and strong community. We are the LGBTQ is pretty much behind a lot of the industry, you know what I mean? Outside of the food industry, fashion, music, everything. And we weren't really being seen to me. I didn't see a lot of people that look like me um, that I can identify and inspire to be. I had to look at, you know, your Carla Halls and um, Chef Carmes and a few other people to be like, I want to be like them. But what if there's a young Kareem out there saying, yo, look at Mr. Bake. I want to be just like him. When did you make your brand, Mr. Bake? Ooh, all right. So we'll talk. I've been Mr. Bake since since New York, since I was in high school. So I Who, met my- Did my, you, are you the self-proclaimed Mr. Bake or someone Mr. Bake? No, 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 no. So my best friend, uh, my brother, <laughs> uh, brother of mine, Jerome Williams named me Mr. Bake. We first met, he found out I cooked. I he loved this, he loved what I gave him. And he was like, yeah, I'm gonna call you Mr. Bake. So really for a little while, everybody really was just calling me Bake. You know, and this is before the association with, you know, marijuana and stuff, yep. but everybody was calling me Bake because I was, we were all the same age. So yeah, so it stuck with me from high school. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna just call myself, I'm gonna just like brand it, Mr. Bake, it flows, people love it, you know? So that's how it stuck. And when was that? What uh, what what year was that? Shoot, that was early 2000s, bro. We talking- So pre-social media? Yes, yes, we're talking media. 07. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Absolutely. when when did you first get a social media account and start to lean into Mr. Bake? Actually, my first Instagram. It was okay. <laughs> when was that? What year? Oh, uh, when, when the Instagram started up? Uh, 2010, 11? 2010, 2011 sounds like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So Don't quote me on time, that. It sounds like that. Yeah. So when Instagram first started, 20, let's say 2011, 2012, I was Mr. Bake. I actually put, uh, I put the, I don't know, I try to be creative. I put the three backwards so it looked a little different or whatever, but I was always Mr. Bake. So, and then I, I already had like, before I got my LLC and I was selling cakes to people, I already had business card that says, you know, Mr. Bay, Kareem, Wayman, Underwear. I mean, I, I love that. And I'm so grateful to have you on the show and grateful to have conversations like this because I talk, I'm fortunate to have restaurant owners and potential restaurant owners reach out to me all the time and they go, you know, how do you do it? What do you do? And I say, before you do any of that, start telling your story on the internet you know, build a brand on the internet, build a community on the internet, start talking about the things that you want to build, because you don't have to go and get tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, millions of dollars to get into the game to see if you actually love what you're doing. You know, the fact that you started, you know, as an as an Instagram account, obviously, you've always been baking, you yes. know, you've been baking things, this was a passion of yours. But what yeah. we talk about on this show is what we call smartphone storytelling. You know, okay. every business owner, anybody that's listening to this, we always want social media to be somebody else's job. 
and ultimately it's our job right no one's gonna come like for me no one was coming to tell our story we were on the barbecue we were cooking barbecue on the west coast Uh we thought if we built a great business we had all these people that would come from all over san diego to come eat our barbecue no one came i sent out press releases people are like we don't care ultimately we went okay well we need to learn what web 2.0 is what all these social media apps are and we Mm -hmm. just start using audio video words and images to tell our story for you when you look at your social media journey when did you start to have the courage to start posting bad stuff so that you could eventually get to where you are now it was it was right after my mother passed so that was 2018 she passed in 2017 that summer um 2018 when i decided to consciously and intentionally say i was going to blaze a trail for people in my intersection is when i actually started to really talk like you literally everything you just said like seriously I started to talk more about what I was doing or wanting to do to the right people. I started yeah. to actually lean into people that I knew um, who were already doing the things that I saw myself doing and just tap on their shoulder, tell them that I was interested in these things. How did they get started in these things? Um, and honestly, I had met a guy, another black entrepreneur. He was a, a, a wine. He, he made wine. Um, and he said to me after um, an event we both did, he said, let me tell you something. He said, they will get into your story more than they will buy into your product. And I sat on that for a little while, Sean, I'm behold you. I sat on that for a while. And then it hit me six, seven months later. And I was like, right around the time I was starting to do the work, I was like, that's what he meant. Okay. Because I got to realize I don't even cater to everybody's dietary needs right now. Right. So there's going to be people who don't eat my stuff, but love what I'm doing. And that's when I started to be voiceful about it. Very more, I had to be ignorant about it. If you gave me an opportunity to talk, I made sure I said something. It's amazing to me, you know, just thinking of all the stories and lessons that I've heard. And, you know, Matt Plapp is a, an incredible digital marketer. We've had him on this show and he shared a story of when he was talking to Guy Fieri and he was talking to Guy Fieri about business owners, restaurant owners telling their story. And um, what Guy related to him was the music sounds different when you know the journey that the band has been on. And the food tastes different when you know the story of the entrepreneur. Yes, yeah. It takes the courage. You know, the crazy thing for me is that when we think of the creator economy, we think of a YouTuber that's really good at building a YouTube audience or a TikToker Mm -hmm. or an Instagram influencer. Mm -hmm. We don't realize that business owners, entrepreneurs, creators, bakers, barbecuers, people that can make incredible sushi or acai or whatever you do, Mm -hmm. we do that in real life really well. We just don't tell the story to the internet very well. Yes. You know, and that's where the huge opportunity is where you say, you know, where did you find your voice? You've always had your voice, Yeah. you know, but going through therapy and I appreciate you sharing the therapy because therapy is something that means so much to me. And especially here on this show, we talk to hospitality leaders all over the globe, Mm -hmm. hospitality leaders. We are phenomenal at taking care of people, making Mm -hmm. magical moments with strangers, Mm -hmm. making strangers, our friends. We are not good at taking care of ourselves. Absolutely. Give, 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 give. Can I say something to that, Sean? I want to let you know, during this journey, I definitely had to do a lot of inward um, work on myself. And I had, you have to, 
you have to find peace. You have to find a peaceful place in any space that you're in. If it's only five minutes that you can get in that space, if it's the bathroom, if it's your work office somewhere, and sit with yourself and listen to yourself. And then you, like you said, be courageous enough to actually do the work of saying, you know what, I'm going to go talk to somebody else who doesn't know my life. Like, yeah. uh, you know what, absolutely, I'm going to go the opposite way because I've been doing this for so long and it hasn't been working for a lot of people who are in business, you know what I mean? And COVID showed us a lot of that, you know, in terms of you have to be ready for the unknown and that's where the pivoting became so popular, you know what I mean? Yes. But we already know as entrepreneurs, if you're really out there trying to make your, your joint pop, you yeah. are always learning how to. Pay. Always. And you're always all in. You don't care. There's no other choice. <laughs> you don't have another like, choice. What? I got to. Like, if you're really out here, really trying to sell whatever product that you're trying to sell it for us, you know, it's our love and passion on a plate. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, we're trying to sell that to you and tell you this is the bomb and we do this great. You know what I mean? We already know what that means. So just to, just to piggyback on you, you know what I mean? I had to do that work in order to show up authentically me and everything. You know what I mean? Throughout this journey, I've done, like I said, five competitions. I had to intentionally say, I'm going to be the loud version of myself. You know what I mean? The Correct. more expressive version of yes. myself. You know what I mean? The more freer version of myself because I have been mentally shackled Yes. in society's chain, uh, chains of how and what a black man is supposed to do. Well, first of all, a man, then a black man, and then a gay black man is yes. supposed to do. You get what I'm saying? And I have to say, no, I can create my own lane in my own life so that I can live a peaceful one as much as I can in my day. What's incredible is when we're talking about hospitality and we talk about how hard it is to be selfish. Yes. But in order to truly be selfless and to inspire others, whether that's through what you bake or more importantly, through your story, yeah. you actually have to be selfish and you have to have the courage to be the person. You know, it's funny. I, I interviewed uh, somebody on my other show, Digital Hospitality, and he's an incredible speaker, uh, Daryl Stinson, and he coaches other speakers how to do keynotes. And one of the things he told me was, you know, you have to have the courage to start a digital flash mob. I go, what are you mm. talking about? Like, well, how do you start a flash mob? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to be willing to be the crazy person in the middle of a public space that's jamming to the music. You're the only person that's vibing with the music. And all of a sudden, all you need is one other person yeah. that starts vibing to the same music, to your truth, yeah. to who you are. Yeah. And once you do that, all of a sudden you realize other people start dancing. Yeah. But the courage it takes to stand up when you hear the music that you think no one else hears. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Can you it's talk about, can you talk about once you started recruiting others, once you started, you know, this digit, your digital flash mob, once you started getting people to buy in and you're posting on Instagram and they're like, yes, Kareem, please. Yes. More, more, more. Oh, oh my God. That journey has been wild. Um, because, you know, like I said, it literally just started with a lot of it started with the shows, um, getting, you know, my first. Food network appearance um and then people just seeing they was like Yo, how did you get it how did you get the first one oh hot okay let me tell people it pays to be nice you know what i mean <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so so uh, uh, a casting uh director hit me up or a casting person hit me up and was like hey i can't cast you but i want to know your network can you help me so i sent her five um people that i think would work she said great these are great people thank you boom she said i got you 
three months later, she literally, I'm at, an, I'm at a wedding and I'm literally about to like host the ceremony to end the night. So I'm talking on her. She puts the whole application in for me. It's like, this is a great show for you. My girl Stacey is the next person in charge. She's going to let you go through. You're going to be great. I literally just skated into, into the show. Wow. And, and, and literally that's how it's been once I said, this is what I was going to do intentionally. Yes. You know what I mean? When I actively started to say, I am going to be this person. And it took a while because throughout the journey, you talked about how was it gathering your people. It took a while because sometimes people would say things and see things that I truly didn't fully see yet. So a lot of it, I haven't worked through imposter syndrome, you know what I mean? During yeah. that process, working through imposter syndrome during that process. Um, but I had people like pouring into me, somebody who worked for a magazine called Y, is it YG Magazine, an online uh, subscription. She did a three-page spread about me and put my story about, you know, my plight about creating space or a voice for the voiceless of queer Black folks in the kitchen. And from that, I then got an award from um oh my god the washington business journal washington dc wow. yeah in covid you yes. know what i mean like in the heat of 2020 got this award saying we want to tell your story because we believe your story needs to be voiced on a larger platform this is like and it came out of nowhere you know what i mean well it 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 didn't come out of nowhere that's you put yourself like you put yourself in position to be there and you leaned into your truth you did the work you did the therapy to figure out that you know back to what you said is be nice but like you were leading with your heart and leading with empathy and yeah. saying hey i've got a network of people that i will put you in touch with and you know the thing i tell business owners and people that listen to the show all the time is when you have the courage to share your story online using audio, video, words, and images, like remove the logo. Stop thinking like, oh, I don't like TikTok or I don't like Facebook. Like all it is is a logo. Remove the logo. It's just, it's an internet playground. That's where you can meet people. They can hear your truth. They can vibe with you. They can buy into who you are and what you do. And when you do that, you have no idea who's watching. You have no idea the next investor in your business, the next landlord, the next opportunity to get on Food Network, the next opportunity to to do things that you've never thought were possible. Very true. Very true. I'm literally I'm I'm, I'm hosting a show on entrepreneur.com only because I have the courage to, the courage to look stupid, sound stupid, make a bunch of really bad podcasts that nobody was listening to, to eventually to yeah. get to a place where I can meet incredible people like you that are changing the world. Nah, you're right. You're right. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate that, Jim. Thank you. So for those that are listening and they're inspired, we always, you know, my grandfather, he taught me to stay curious, to get involved and to ask for help. Curious people want to level up. They want to improve themselves. They read books, they listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, but they can't just do that. You actually have to do the work. You have to be willing to fail. Yeah. And a lot of people don't like to fail, especially leaders. Yeah. We don't like to look stupid. We don't like to sound stupid. You got to go and put the work in. But then finally, you have to ask for help. Are you good at asking for help? Absolutely. Absolutely. How did you, how did you learn? How did you learn how to ask for help? Through all those steps you just said, bro. Like to be honest with you, I had to, I was do like I'm telling you, I'm do I was doing the internal work on unlearning things, learning new things and learning to love who I am, all of that. You yes, get what I'm saying? I Start get it. that journey, bro. One, you got, you know, one thing, get to the next level. When I got to the level of, yo, one, I can't do this by myself. 
was literally, I knew, I said, I need to start building a team. The only way that I'm actually going to scale my business up is I have to get employees and then I also have to build a team yeah. because now I know I want to be, I want to be on TV and I want to, I want to, you know, just be a sought out chef. If I'm going to yeah. do that, you have to have lawyers, accountants, you have to have people in place, you have to build relationships. And that's what I started doing. And I said, I didn't want to go into these things just saying, I want to hire you because you're the best in town. No, I want to work on this, massage this relationship. So yeah, I'll talk to you today. Let's meet up and let's you know, have drinks and do lunch. Um, taste my product. You have to taste my product. You have to watch me on TV. You have to, you have to feel that, yo, this is somebody I can represent fully. And I had to grow with that type of person, um, with those type of people. And I had to learn that when you ask, like, when did I started to be okay with saying, ask for help? I had to learn that I couldn't do it by myself, man. And that happened 2019, 2019 into 2020. I realized, like, I have to start asking people for help. Where can people enjoy your incredible, uh, incredible food? Where, where yeah. can they get some Mr. Mr. Bay? I, you can actually go to our website, mrbaysweets.com. I have... Um, four flavors we do cake in the jars so eight ounce cake in the jars serving for two and you can also visit us if you are in the dc maryland area we are in riverdale maryland uh a part of a food hall called Le fontaine very cool how did uh how bring me back to day one opening yo can i bring you back before the day one because this is powerful uh, absolutely I mean, bring yeah, me uh, I, this is a journey show I bet. So in 2021, January, my friend sends me uh, an email, uh, no, uh, a news article about a food hall company. He said, you should pitch, you should reach out to these, um, the management company and pitch yourself. I said, you know what? You're great. I was actually, I'm in a book club and we were reading how to win friends and influence people. I forgot the author name, but we was reading that book. And in that, at a particular yep. chapter we had just finished reading, it was saying how you should pitch yourself or how a young, how a, a lady had pitched herself for a job she really wanted. And she just built upon all her great attributes of how she would be great to the asset to the company, how her um, ethics and merits worked with the company. So it just was yeah. like a win. So I did the same approach. <laughs> I said, Hey, you know, my name is so my name is Mr. Bay, Kareem Cleman. I've been baking. I'm a professional baker uh, who's a baker for X, Y, and Z. I've been featured on these shows already. Um, and I am a blah, 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 black queer baker. And I think that I am somebody who you need in your food. Yes, I love and, it. and we immediately had a conversation. I stayed on that journey until we opened um, first day. Um, we had technical issues on the first day. <laughs> well, well, welcome to the restaurant business. So we had technical issues. We were ready. When I tell you we were ready for the first day, bro, because we had did like some soft openings. They had did a lot of, um, you know, kind of like press release. So we had given out product and stuff like each of the, the vendors had to give out product, talk to people. You know, I'm over here smooching and, and doing my thing, you know, working yep. crap. Yeah. Boom. So I made all this product. Getting ready, grab job. Me and my team, there's only two of us. I opened the store, you know how to open the store. Two people. I know, yo, yeah. Two people. And we're like, oh, we're gonna do this. And technical issues. And we opened half the day, and but the rest of the week and the whole what happened with the technical issues? What were they? Uh the system was on our so similar system to like toast. So everything uh -huh. is a part of one hub. 
and it wasn't it wasn't speaking correctly if i remember like ah so the digital ordering whatever digital ordering platform you guys are on got it exactly but um, it wasn't toast right no it was no 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 it wasn't okay. toast no, it wasn't toast, toast. Yeah. <laughs> if it was i got i know people at toast that would make sure that that, that gets fixed <laughs> <laughs> no it needs to be toast let me go toast yeah exactly it needs to be toast well i'll, I'll let them know um so, yeah. That's awesome. Well, congratulations on doing that. What what have you learned now that people can buy from you every single day? It brought my love back of it. I'm not even gonna lie to you, bro. I was at a point where because I've been because we never got I've been baking all my life. I literally started baking at 10 years old. Yep. It was a box cake, but I started baking at 10 and then literally gradually started baking from scratch because I had programs I went to in school started me baking from scratch and then I was selling cakes at, in high school mm -hmm. so I've been doing this just so I can mark like how long I've been doing this I, you know what I mean and I found a new when I started to find my voice I was finding a new love and passion in doing food media so tv demos things of that nature and I was like you know I think I want to start moving towards this now and kind of you know letting that do its thing, you know, and just understand that I, I lost my mom at, she was 50 years old, yeah. you know, so losing my mom at a young age, at her young age, I was just like, you know what, I want my next half of my life to be so much different because honestly, you know, I'm a man, I have up to what, 60, 65, if I even make Come it. On, you you got to go longer. I know, and I want to, right? And yes. I feel that I am, but you know, yes. just to be honest on average, you know what I mean? Yep. So I, that's the conversation. I had to have that real conversation with myself and it's say- It's hard to be know, honest, yeah. You get what I'm saying? So sure, I, oh yeah, I get it. Do that work. So then being in a space, man, one, the staff or working with my team, my, my staff member, my team member, I call them my team, you know what I mean? They're not even, co they're my, not my staff, you're my, my yep. employees, they're my team. Yep. Uh, working closely with my team and developing them. Yes. Put a new passion into it. And then hearing people tell me that the product was really good and hearing great, always constant. I got my first food credit review, for, you know, local food credit review. And I was like, yo, I didn't even know she was tasting the food. And right. I just, and I love that. And I was like, I knew the product was good. You know, I know people in my community, my small network was telling me it was good. But now I was reaching new people, you know what I mean? And I just love it. I loved it. It made me feel, it made me like really just fall back in love with baking all over again i was literally li literally living my childhood dream it's amazing yeah so the people that are listening to this show that that have businesses and you know the reason we started this show was to hopefully inspire people to not just wait for legacy media tv and radio and magazines to come and write stories but to start telling their own stories using the internet <laughs> but when we watch tv local tv national tv you tend to see the same personalities showing up. And I know as a restaurant owner early on, I was like, why is this guy always on TV? And now I'm literally that guy that's always on local TV. <laughs> so I try to give back as much as I can <laughs> for all of my friends that are watching or somebody that might be a friend that's like, dude, I'm like, how do I, how do you do it? Um, I know for you now that you've been in so many different opportunities, I'm sure people in your network go, what's the secret? Yeah. Tell us the secret to, to getting more media placement. I told you, I told you when I first started, you have to be nice. I like, honestly, <laughs> no, it come in. Yes. Happy. Literally whatever you going through at home, at your restaurant, 
or your business or whatever, leave that at the door. Literally come in intentionally saying, I'm going to leave an impression. That has what got me where I'm at today. Yes. My, and I say this to you. I'm not lying to you. I move with intentionality in everything I do. I sit and I observe and I piece together as much as I can. I'm a strategist. Yes. By, heart. I live by my life. I literally do that. So people who don't have that energy, go in, just say, take a deep breath, exhale, walk in. Hey, good morning. Good day. People love when you make them feel seen, when yes. you a compliment somebody, you know what I mean? Always goes a long way. Um, mooch a little bit. But then also when you show up, know what you're talking about, be prepared, be on time. They're looking at all of these things. You know what I mean? And then when you leave, you get contact. Hey, can I get your email? Can I get your number? Not just not just their Instagram, but their direct numbers and their direct emails. Because if you have programs or projects or things that you just want to put amplify the voice on, you have that connection. You could try to pitch your story if you don't have the money for a PR to do it for you. You can do, yo, I was my own PR. My PR did not get me on my Food Network shows and my yep. Netflix shows and my Food Network Canada. Amazing. I did that myself. Yes. That was me. I Googled, interviewed, interviewed, yep. didn't get it, didn't get it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Correct. So just want to let people know it is not easy. You know what I mean? Literally think of how a baby goes into running, a child grows into running. They started crawling. Yes. Crawl, it is okay to be on Correct. all fours. It's okay to ask for help. And then when you get up and you start walking, great. Then you can start running. Then you can start soaring. You know what I mean? Um, I so it. just please, little by little. And, and, and if I can say, I know I know you got a whole list of questions, but I have to say this is on my heart. No, you tell, you speak. When you are a uh, faith, with another adversity or when you are faced with another opportunity or you want to go for something and you start to doubt yourself, I want everybody to remind themselves, how do they get to where they are today? You graduated when you didn't think you were going to graduate. You raised that child with a single parent. You opened that business with only $20,000. You know what I mean? You started that catering company out of your grandmother's basement. You know what I mean? You lived in your car for a year and now you're, you just got to remember you already accomplish so much by standing and listening yes. and being here today do not forget your power in that so you, if you could have did those things that you thought once were too large of mountains to climb think about that same pull that same energy into this new adventure you know I, that's it's so powerful yesterday i was up at uh, spark la it's an event that toast put, just put on on the west coast up at west hollywood beautiful mm -hmm. hotel london 200 restaurant operators um, oh, over there cool. learning they had the cfo elena gomez she was up on stage and she showed up she showed a picture of toast where it started in a basement in boston literally a mon's basement in boston and they're sitting there saying like this is where we were this is where we've been in 10 years and i was fortunate to get called up on stage and they're like you know what can toast do and for me having interviews like this that toast sponsors this show i go you know look at this room here eventually in five years from now in 10 years from now this room we're going to need to be in dodger stadium we're going to need to be in the old Staples Center, the new crypto arena. Like it's going to be full 
with content creators, with hospitality professionals, with bakers, with restaurant owners, with pit masters, with people that are into digital hospitality all over the globe. And we're going to look back and go look at how far we've come. You know, I heard a quote the other day that I, I keep repeating because it's just so applicable to life, which is stop praying for as fast as possible and start praying for as long as it takes. Yes. Yes. Ooh, the jerk. Let me tell you something. The prize is not to the and when you get to the end or you the, it's the prizes are in the journey. Yep. I learned that two, three years ago. Oh, that's a powerful quote because people don't even know what that really means. That really means enjoy creating, enjoy failing. Failure. Yes. Failure, if looked at properly, is a way to get to success. Because Correct. you have X off one way that is not possible. So that probability won't happen. Let's go on to another. Yes. That's but it goes, it, it goes back to what you talked about. And that goes to intentionality. If you don't have an intention of what you want and where you want to go, you can't bring the energy. That's what is your intention now? You want to be on, on media. Are you creating your own media company? Because you have your own YouTube channel. Are you? Are we on TikTok yet? Uh, so, <laughs> all right, two things. TikTok kicked me off for some reason. I think because I they wasn't kicked on you it. off. You I need me to go talk. I, I need to go talk. To I, I, bro, because I wasn't really on it. I think that's really why. And so I got to go back and redo TikTok. I have been sleeping on it, but I've been okay. thinking about it heavy. Secondly, yes, I am creating content now. Um, actually, um. We, we, I really, I was just on Rachel Ray, um, and we amazing, had to, thank you. And we had to, it was pre filmed, so we had to film that ourselves. And I, I linked on a buddy of mine's here in the DC area. And yo, the work, the way they was way edit, the way they was able to edit the content, we he gave them so much co great content yep. that we both looked and was like, okay, we have to produce something else. We gotta so do more. We have a meeting actually this evening to put to talk about producing more content for myself yes. um because i did start the youtube clip the yes. youtube show just for that reason and then kind of fell off um because i was just doing a lot of things but i'm going to start creating more content you're absolutely right that was my you're your own media company yeah oh already in the longer the longer uh the longer my cousin is a videographer editor i got a bunch of friends it's already bro it's already in the conglomerate uh oh it's 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 this is mass takeover i know this is I know it. This is mass. We're very, we're very, we're very selective who we bring on the show. You know oh, that. Is, <laughs> thank you. It's very <laughs> selective who we bring on the show. We have an opportunity. Only one, one interview per week. There's only 52 weeks in a year that we get to share the best of the best. I'm we put you, man. we put you on here for a reason so that we can look back once this episode is published in three years, five years, and ten years. Be like, Kareem, why were you thinking so small? Look at what you built. Look at what you built, and you're right about that, bro. But now it's it's on it's on the horizon, man. It's there's so many it's so much beautiful things, prepackaged goods, um, apparel. Like it's 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 in the work. I've done a little bit of it, but yeah. I didn't really dive into it. Um, and I'm going to go right back into it because it's already in the spirit and the soul. So it, it has to flourish out because I, I can't it. just sit on it. I love it. Not with that in me.
So uh, every single week on Wednesday and Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time, we meet on the social audio app Clubhouse that gives us an opportunity for you, the listener, to uh, download the app, come up on stage, tell us your story, speak your truth, no matter what you're building. If you're in the restaurant business, if you're a creator, um, if you're in sales, if you're in marketing, we have digital hospitality leaders all over the globe. Um, it's an incredible community to help hold each other accountable. Um, so I lead that group. Um, we've got incredible leaders that show up every week. Uh, please join us on that platform. Kareem, please give me a social shout out. So this is going to be on Entrepreneur. Tell me somebody um, that you want to give a, a little bit of uh, love and attention to that's helped you get to where you are. Go for it. Mike is yours. Oh, shoot. Yeah, oh. I know. I'm making you call somebody out. And that, and everyone else would be like, "Hey, what happened to me?" To me, <laughs> yo, okay, that's heavy, bro. Everybody had a hand in this, man. Um, I want to get somebody people, recently. Someone recently, know, give me, a, give me somebody recent. That help? Oh, I want to. Yo, I'm a super shout out my team, man. Eleven, eleven. I'm a super shout out Vicky. Vicky came on with me, um, seven months ago, and. I glazed, like I kind of glazed my vision of what I wanted to create in this world. Um, and she came back to me with a three page <laughs> um, typed write up of how we're going to handle this. And she has been nothing but a gem and success for me. And it's, it's always great to align myself with people that actually see my vision and want to see me flourish, man. And I'm just 100% grateful for her. Seriously. I appreciate that. Thank you. And um, for for anybody that's listening to the show, give us some parting words of wisdom for somebody that's that's out there, they're doing their thing, um, and they're they're ready to what we call jump off the cliff. So most of the people that listen to the show are already leaders. Mm -hmm. um, what we hope to encourage them to do, inspire them to do, is to know that social media isn't someone else's job. It's your job, you listening. That's wherever you're listening to this, hopefully something resonated um, that Kareem said that made you go, okay, today's the day that I'm going to start. And when I start, it's going to have to be a consistent, persistent pursuit. Every single day, I got to get better at telling my story. But what kind of wisdom do you have to share with them? I mean, shoot, I, oof, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Let me see what I got for y'all today. I would probably tell y'all, listen. Um, I said this a little bit earlier. Um, you don't have to look at the dream as as the bigger picture, but then take that big picture and break it up to a thousand little pieces like a puzzle and piece by piece it, one foot in front of the other, because sometimes I know it can be overwhelming, uh, but you got this. And like I said, literally just one foot in front of the other and grab on to the left and the right and behind you and you need some support because you're going to need it because you can't do it by yourself. I love it. Kareem, what's the best place for people to uh, connect with you, to buy your goods? Drop them. Let them, let them know. Yo, you got to hit me up at MrBakeSweets.com uh, and as well as MrBake on IG, uh, MrBakeSweets on Twitter, and soon to be Mr. Big Sweets on. We're gonna put the link when this episode publishes. There'll be a link to Mr. Bake Sweets and on TikTok, whatever handle he has, and his YouTube account, and his LinkedIn account, all of yes, them. Yes, yes, yes. All oh, the I digital got, oh, I, got, yeah, I got a LinkedIn, Kareem Queen, and I got yeah. a YouTube baking with Mr. Bake. We definitely be hitting up with some more content. We're talking. 
now we're talking. If you guys want to connect with me, it's at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. I am weirdly available. Um, we care about this show. We care about your journey. We care about your story. Um, please share this with somebody that needs to hear it, that needs to be inspired. Um, your story matters. Um, we would love to connect with you guys. Please, uh, please reach out. Um, hit up Kareem. Uh, thank you for your time. Whenever you're on the West Coast, that goes for anybody listening to the show. Please hit me up if you make it to San Diego. Uh, we'll we'll make some content at the Smokehouse. And um, if you are in, if you're in uh, Kareem's neck of the woods, please. Or if you just want some sweets, order it online. Yeah. Please support. We appreciate you guys. Thanks for uh, listening to the show. Thank you to Toast. We will catch you all next week. Thank you. Thank you, Sean. I appreciate everybody. And a special thank you to our title sponsor, Toast. Toast is the primary technology partner that we use at our restaurant, Cali Barbecue. It is also the primary technology partner that so many of the guests have shared with us on this show. People like Sam, the cooking guy, Stacy Poonkinney, Jeff Alexander. So many times the guests tell us that they're using Toast when we didn't even know that going into the interview. That is why we are so grateful that they sponsor this show. We want you to win. You that listen to this show, we want you to improve your digital hospitality. Toast is built for restaurants and it's built for you. Toast is the restaurant first platform that's built for your needs, whatever your size, concept or ambitions. Improve your bottom line with a customizable platform that's easy to learn, use and grow with. And it meets you where you are with all the right tools for your price point. If you have any questions about Toast, please DM me at Sean P. Walchef, S-H-A-W-N-P-W-A-L-C-H-E-F. I will get you the link to the right Toast contact in your market. It's so important that if you listen to this show, that you win. We want you to be on this show eventually. Let us know that you heard the show, you heard about Toast, you implemented Toast, you did a Toast unboxing in your restaurant. Talk to us about how you've impacted your village, your city, your community. Share your Toast story with us. DM me today to learn more. And be sure to check out Toast.